Okay, welcome back to the good, the bad and the natty episode six. Yep, episode six. Um, So, we've come to the end of the season, pretty much. There's only one big show left, the Nabba Uni, which is tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. I'm really excited to see how that goes. Um, Yeah, I mean, after the PCA British Finals and, like, Two Bros, Amateur Olympia and and British Finals, that's the biggest show. And there's a lot of big names doing it. A lot of big names, so I think it's going to be a really good one. You've got Molly... Doing the universe. Yeah. Even the men, the men's classes are going to be good. Um, mm. There's Jack Brooker. Yes. Who's doing class two. Josh Kinsey's doing class three. Um, there's a handful of good competitors. Yeah. yeah uh, uh, Dan McNabb. Yeah. I can't, I, like, I don't, he's hidden away, hasn't he? Have you seen his face at the minute? Wow. It's well, literally like... Skeleton. Yeah. Yeah, skeleton. Um... But yeah, now I'm sure we will be able to cover that and hopefully um, Team Evolution will have a, a, a trophy from that, eh? Oh, yeah, if she gets her pro card, I'll be off the hell out of my fucking mind. But yeah, yeah. See, we'll see. She looks good, she's bringing it, so we'll see. Wally, yeah, yeah what, first pro card, that'd be, that'd be amazing. That'd be, that'd be sick. Um, but yeah, Nabba Universe, watch... Uh, so, Saturday the 2nd of November, if you're listening to this check out who placed etc actually they don't really post stuff on instagram so i think people will actually want to listen in yeah, for that. that yeah, yeah definitely start, yeah. Yeah. so um as we're coming out of the end of the season um we're gonna go into more like q a style podcasts hopefully this is a bit better for general population because i know a lot of people follow bodybuilding but aren't diehard like who's won this one sort of thing um so we've got quite a few questions today um and hopefully it helps you in some way so first one um i got quite a lot of questions after i shared um ashley white's like um thoughts on the wellness division bit of a weird one really weird what do you think of wellness division do you like it as a whole I think any other class that fits people with a certain body type that they can't really get into other classes or they you know, or they don't do very well in other classes but they do well in that certain one would be great. I think the main issue is that they, uh, much like toned figure with PCA at the start of the year compared to the end of the year, they need to understand what they're looking for in a criteria. Um, so I think the main thing that people need to be looking for is looking at previous winners maybe even on a pro level and looking at where they need to be to get there so you're going to have skewed judging because it's such a brand spanking new class yeah um, i think the main thing to have in the physique is for, for if you look at an athletic figure girl in either naba or pca okay and look at the top half that they have but then look at, but then the legs need to be fucking huge, essentially. So you mm. need massive. They you almost need to look totally out of proportion to your upper body. Your your upper body needs to be so much smaller than your massively dominant legs. Um, you need less definition and less cuts through your legs. They don't want big, separated, shredded, peeled quads. They want just size mm. in your quads. Um, 
So maybe that would change how you would go about things in the last few weeks going towards a show. I, I don't know. If, if I'm going to be very blunt, if someone came to me saying, I want to do wellness, can you prep me? I'd go, I have no fucking idea how no. to prep you for this because I don't know what they want. So it's one of those. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think anyone really has any idea and that's quite scary because you're going to have these people giving six months maybe in the upper end of their life to prep and then you'll get these people getting on stage not getting the result they want and they'll just spit the dummies out and start blaming it on everything other than what will be will be um yeah um and then in terms of how do you know if your wellness uh if you've competed in bikini and they say you're too big you're either going to be figure which most coaches can tell you if you're a figure these days, like it, it's really well known. It's really easy. Yeah, spot. yeah. But if you just have massive bottoms and no, not no upper body, but if you are very disproportionate, nice. then yeah. maybe it could be something to look at. But make sure you understand because I think a lot of the time people will misinterpret being told that they're not for bikini because they're just generally a larger person but can't bring condition and then it gets skewed, they'll go for wellness and they'll just talk bad about the division. So I think we need to be really clear before. Needs to, yeah, I, I think it's one of those classes where it's, it's, it's essentially like, imagine trained bikini in PCA, but you are very quad dominant just go by that okay and then give it a good if you want to do it and you like the look of the class do it and mm. then once you've done it try and get feedback but from every judge and if all of the feedback correlates and lines up and they go you need this and then the next one goes yeah you need that and then the next one goes yeah same as how he said you need that basically then you know what to look for next yeah. time you go for that show or for yeah. the same sort of shows if you if they give you a bunch of different advice then maybe the class isn't for you because they're just you're just not what they're looking for in that class and maybe move into figure or something like that women yeah. obviously have such a variety of classes same as blokes i mean they've recently pulled muscle model from yeah, the PCA. yeah i saw that yeah. yeah yeah which is which makes sense because the class was just dying a death mm. um so now they've got classic short and classic tall, so all the muscle model boys with, with nice structure will move into classic, or if yeah. they're fucking huge, they'll move into bodybuilding. It does kind of make sense, though, because muscle model, they look for the, the small waist. Um, You've got to have a good set of legs as well, so I guess... Aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. Same, but it's basically classic bodybuilders doing doing quarter turns and doing men's physique poses with a few extra bits and bobs in there mm. which is which is cool like like the only thing i would suggest is just anyone who's done muscle model take a very very good honest hard look at yourself and decide whether you are now a bodybuilder or now a classic bodybuilder mm. and if your waist is fucking teeny tiny then you are probably more inclined to do classic and you've got a good back and shoulder width and mm. separation and delts and stuff then do classic if you are just blocky wasted and be real about your waist like if it's blocky you're never going to be a classic bodybuilder that's silly move into bodybuilding and just beef up as much as humanly possible and just mm. come in like a fucking freak you know yeah. or do or even do another fed that does muscle model it's yeah up to them. yeah i know um, they do like wbff and there's yeah, stuff like that 
fortune to compete with them. I've got yeah. a client doing that at the weekend, and it's just like, he's like, yeah, I paid like 550 quid for these classes that I'm doing. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah, what? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, know. I was like, and he's like, I was like, how much do the shorts cost? Like, and he was like, oh, they were like 350. And I'm like, are you joking? And he goes, do they have no, to have so specific I'm, ones? No, they're like they're like muscle model shorts. Like, well, yeah, specific. Sorry, like oh yeah, the, yeah, like oh yeah, you need to wear these types, and then these are our approved sort of like sellers and buyers, and they're like they're like yeah, um, one of my mates, um, Lewis, he was oh, like, yeah, lucky. yeah, look, you met, yeah, met him at the weekend, yeah. He's lucky enough to be sponsored by them, and they gave him a discount. But I would have cost if he he bought three pairs or four pairs of of these muscle model shorts, one and they had patterns and shit on them. Yeah. Normal ones are like eighty quid, whatever. I'm like, that's still fucking expensive. But then they were like, if you get patterns on them, they go up to like three hundred, and I was like, that's absolutely no. stupid. Like, what the fuck is wrong with people? It's already like, an expensive. How much does it cost to make? Like, it cost, cost about twenty quid to yeah, make at the most. Yeah, if that. Make them fucking three hundred and something quid profit. People are just greedy cunts these days. Yeah. Anyways, I'm going off track. Right. What's the next question? Uh, next question. So coming out of the end of the season, a lot of people have covered this, and there's there's so many different views. So we're just going to talk about what our personal thoughts on coming out of a show. The main question that we've got is would you reverse out of a show or would you bump right back up to maintenance calories and there's the whole rebound should you rebound like what even is a rebound etc so what are your thoughts first it's where you go out with someone and then you break up and then you get with someone really shitty afterwards that's a rebound yeah can't relate single can't finger relate. life single finger um Yes. Okay. So, um I've had I've done two post show experiences now, so to speak. And they've both been pretty different, but both times I haven't really struggled mentally, which isn't really gonna help because I know a lot of people are struggling mentally with this aspect so i'm sorry <laughs> um basically i'm smarter and better at this no no I've, I've got so no <laughs> no <laughs> right so for my first show um when i came out of it i had no idea what i was doing um honestly for a week i didn't go to the gym and i had a takeaway every single night which Good. if you know Stop. me now like that just doesn't sound like me um but I, I don't know. I, I didn't. I, th- I only gained like six pounds. But I was, I was not in condition last time anyway, and you were shredded. What you had about? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but mentally, I just, I can. It's weird because I can just look at myself objectively. Like I know that I've got a lot of muscle that I need to gain if I want to be like competitive with what I want to do so what is the point on holding on to this leanness um but equally I do want to stay in a lot better condition so I've had I just had two two days off eating whatever I wanted to satiety and then got back on plan again but um with me and my coach we've bumped calories they're pretty much up, up to maintenance again and that way I'm I'm still hungry, but I'm not starving at all. Like I'm, 
I don't know, I the idea of a reverse diet to me is perfect for someone that maybe has like I don't know, that can't look at themselves in the mirror and you know, so maybe starts crying at the you know, how they look but like me. Like me, I do like that. You. I look at myself in the mirror yeah. and I just cry. I'm like, why am I not three hundred pounds yet? That's basically all. Yeah. Like. Well, neither yeah. of us did it. No, did... I know. Like, I know. I got to I got to two nine three or two nine four, but I'm like two eighty two now. Like I've like poor. Mm, you can see I, in your face. Yeah. You like. See, yeah, I know. There's less poof. Like my, my even my head. Doesn't you've given like me it a bit. Yeah, you've got the chubby cheeks. You know what? You kind of look like Christian right now. Don't say that. Okay, sorry. Don't. So you'll listen to this. Christian, hi. Like... No, um, Christian, I'm. I was the original bloke god. Did you Did you see that picture that I put up? Um, the transformation. <laughs> original. Bloke I was god. the original bloke god. Was I not? Yeah. Them pictures, I could not move. Like I walked <laughs> around like that. Um, what was I saying? Were we... I don't know. I was calling you off yeah um, uh, we're talking about post show yeah pretty much i think a reverse diet is great if you have a lot of mental issues with how you look in post show but to be honest with you as you reverse diet you're still gonna be so bloody hungry like there's no getting around it you're gonna be bloody hungry so if you can resist tempt- temptation and stuff and it's not to say that i can't resist temptation i just don't see the point in staying like with having food really low for ages personally but um tom might have a different opinion what do you think what post show what to do yeah 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 totally dependent on the individual girls get them back to a maintenance level blokes get them doing a bit of a reverse diet out of it women need to get out of that fucking disgraceful phase that they're in at that point where their body's just essentially going oh i should have a period really but let's fuck that off because i'm too fucking I'm working too hard i need to get them out of that and then get them up to a maintenance level and just keep them there it's no point like reverse dieting is good if you are you fucking scoffing a right of course you are you're scuffing a rice cake um <laughs> yeah no so if you if you're reversing if you're reverse dieting out um because for whatever reason um do it, do it quickly and get to maintenance quickly. Don't spend six months reverse dieting up to your maintenance calories because you want to keep your condition. Okay, part of bodybuilding is getting a little bit floofy, getting a bit puffy, getting strong, getting bigger, and getting bulked out, okay? Getting to the point where... And this leads us on to the next question um, very nicely. Um, so the next question, Caitlin, is... It is. How big should you actually get in your off-season? Like, not... So, everyone wants to be big. Like, if you can get big and hold reasonable condition, then that's men. But, how, like, at what point are you t- gaining too, too much body fat? And how can we ensure that the weight that we're gaining isn't just fat? Um, like, how can we ensure that the majority of it is muscle okay so right a few things you can do different ways of going about it really um if your insulin sensitivity is fucking destroyed 
yeah, which you can check by using a blood glucose meter. Yeah, if your insulin sensitivity is fucking tanked and your blood glucose is high as fuck all the time, then you need to you need to you need to slow down. You need to tidy yourself up a bit. Okay, you need to pull back, drop some fat, drop some weight, and go from there. If you are if you are price if you've got money. Do a DEXA scan. You can get them for about 100 quid these days if you go and get them done at certain places, which is kind of cool because it's cheaper than it used to be. It used to be a fortune. But, yeah, if you want to get a DEXA scan and see what your actual, true, legitimate body fat percentage is, yeah, there's variance in a DEXA, but it's about as close as you're going to possibly get to, to anything. So that's one thing. Um, and then if you're a bloke what I suggest is keep an eye on your midsection okay if you still have faint abs and, and you can just about see the difference between your abs and obliques and the lines and stuff you're fine you can keep going with it okay as long as you're getting stronger as long as your digestion isn't impaired because remember when your body fat gets too high your ghrelin will be blunted and your leptin will go up okay which is why which is essentially why like if you're in a when you know when people go, oh, I just, I just got so, I just can't eat anymore. I just got no, you know, on an off season. It, what it usually means is it means that they need to tidy up. They need to drop some fat and they need to tidy themselves up a little bit. Um, it's one of those things. Um, so, you know, like how strong men can do it and can still plow that much shit and food down them in a day when they're that fat mm -hmm. is, is kind of crazy. I don't get it, but whatever. Um, but yeah, no, it's basically a case of just keep an eye on yourself as a bodybuilder and look at where you're going. If you're using hormones as well, um, essentially things like metformin will help with insulin sensitivity. Um, but then you've got growth hormone and insulin as well, which again can play different roles in things It can make it worse. Um, you know, with your actual sensitivity, it can make it. If you, but if you're using exogenous insulin, then you've got other things to worry about. But that's more advanced. But just for the general, general person coming out of a show, just keep an eye on your physique and look where you're going. And if your if your weight's going up, but your lifts aren't really going up mm. as well each week, then something isn't adding up because those two should really sort of do this together and sort of work their way up. Uh, you can't, why am I doing a fucking thing when this is a podcast? If they are both level and they are both working their yeah. way up at the same time, do you see what I mean? I was like, what are you on about? Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. They're working their way up at the same sort of time. Yeah. Then you're heading in a good spot if you are, if you are, like, 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 like it's kind of funny. So I'm not going to say anything of their names because that would be rude and they're my clients and I, and I love them. They're great. But the ones who have just done the first time this show, Okay, so there's was there four of them? Yeah, there's four of them that did it. Mm -hmm. One of them has slowly increased by about one to two pounds each week as they've I'm not going to say he or she or anything. They've gone up, mm -hmm. okay, as they've gone up throughout the week since the show. One of them just flipping exploded and put on way too much too quickly because just couldn't stop eating shit. Essentially, every evening was eating loads of crap. Um, one of them has sort of been back and forth, upping and going and upping and going and back and forth because they they are trying to sort of control it a little bit, but they yeah. are slipping because it's the first time coming out of diet. Yeah. And then one of them has just been really steadily increasing each week, but like bigger jumps than I really would have liked, but okay. they're, still, they're still holding relative condition. So, so this is what I mean. Like everyone will mentally do it a different way because especially the first time you do it because it's hard. Mm. Um, 
so coming out of a show. However, getting to, back to the question, getting too far out in an off season is is usually this is a good point to have a coach and go and the coach but get one that's blunt with you and honest with you and not going to lie to you if one goes oh you're doing all right yeah just keep going you're not too fat Mm. when you're fucking three stone over contest weight and you're like five foot five like something is fucking going very very wrong there you need to like you need to slow the fuck down or you've got like a a few weeks at the start coming out of a show could fuck your entire off season Uh uh-huh and yeah before I think I I, th- I definitely did that last time. I mean, it's it's as if I went, not that, like I say, not that I was lean or in amazing shape anyway, but it just kind of, instead of gaining loads of weight, it my body composition seemed to like, it changed within a week. Yeah. It's mad. Uh, but this time... The, like, leaner you, the leaner you get in your prep, the more skinned and more conditioned you get, the more leeway you have when you come out of the show okay Mm. if you're a bikini girl chances are you're not gonna have got down to that disgraceful disgusting level low body fat well not disgraceful just disgusting level yeah yeah low level of body fat okay yeah definitely unless you're Alex Payne or or Hannah Butler oh Um, my god yeah (laughs) Um, but um as you as you um as you come out of it like the leanest the leanest I got was for the Muscle Talk show uh, in 2017. And I genuinely had about six weeks where I just got fuller. I literally just, I smoothed over, sure, mm. but it wasn't horrendous. Yeah. I, I still had like like lines in my hammies, like separation in my abs and stuff. My shoulders and arms didn't look like shit. Like they didn't look like one big blocky mm. mess. Um, but yeah, uh, but then I've done it before after another show where I didn't, get as lean and i've come out of it looking like a marshmallow within three weeks and i'm like well what the fuck Mm. have i done um so it's just one of those things really yeah Um, definitely um what's your thoughts on it on about staying relatively trim in your off season uh well that is something that i would definitely like to do this time because if you've seen the pictures of me in like peak of my off season marshmallow yeah resembled sort of a marshmallow um but this time, hopefully, I can stay um, a lot leaner. I'd like to hope, um, but we'll we'll see. Like, um, I I'm very honest with myself now. Like, I feel like um, I can look at myself a lot more objectively now. Like post show, I know you, like you went. Oh, thank God you're finally having a burger, and and food like <laughs> that. But the thing is, I couldn't warrant eating crap after every single show just because I wasn't lean enough like I I've got to be honest with myself here I just wasn't so take a step back if you're a bikini girl like Tom's just said you're probably not going to be able to warrant eating like a load of food yeah sure enjoy yourself for a couple of days but food's always going to be there um but yeah I think that's all we've got to say on off season so to speak oh one question actually as you're going into an off season how what protocols can you take to ensure that insulin sensitivity like stays as low as possible no you want it as high as possible Uh, i mean as high as possible sorry i'm done Um, no um uh it's gonna go down yeah really but 
mean, you can supplement to help with it. Um, if you're enhanced, you can use drugs like metformin, which will help with insulin sensitivity. Metformin is actually an antimicrobial. It'll help with your gut. Like, <laughs> this is a great story, but I don't really give a fuck about this. Bullshit, I'm just going to say. Um, first three or four times that I took it, I was passing my... Oh, I was crapping really, really badly. And it was like gross. But that's because all of the essential, the crap and the dead bacteria in the bottom of your gut, yeah. um, you know, just blast out your ass. I don't know the mechanism or how the drug actually does that. But essentially, yeah, you drop like four, five, six, seven pounds just by going onto it. Oh. And then, um, yes, you are blasting all of that shit out of your bum bum. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but that helps with uh, basically insulin sensitivity. Yeah. It's going to go down, but. Just again, just staying trimmer and just staying tighter, keeping in some cardio, things like that. More, more steps, moving around more. That'll help loads. Cool. What well, um, what do you think about GDAs? Do you, do they work? Do they properly? Uh, they. Oh, I've got another question. Um, well, we'll do that in a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, uh, what did you say again? GDAs. Yeah, like GDAs, because I know that um, they're very popular at the minute. Yeah, they work. Some people they work with better than others. Um, some they don't. Um, they're a bit expensive for what you're getting out of them. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, Burbine itself is obviously is obviously good for insulin sensitivity. Um, but oof, if you're a broke-ass bodybuilder, save your money. If you've got money to spare and you've got cash to throw, then yeah, just you can you could use them with maybe three or four meals a day, two meals a day, whatever whatever you really yeah. wanted to do. Maybe your pre and post. Yeah, it sure. would help a little bit. I mean. Yeah, definitely. Um, right, yeah. nice one. Okay, your questions then. Second, my questions. Oh, Christ on a bike. These ones are going to be horrendous compared to those. Okay, right, first one. Opinions on classic uh, bodybuilding replacing muscle model when, oh, when many don't fit the criteria already. Yeah, okay. So I've cut, this is a, a gripe of mine. Um if you do not have a classic structure, do not do classic bodybuilding. You will look like a dick. Just do novice bodybuilding or go, if you're big enough, go into the men's class, okay? What the fuck? That's my doorbell. Okay, right. We will continue these questions in a minute. Okay, mm-hmm. then answer this question for me. Um, honestly, do you think the standard of pros has got worse in the last 10 years? Oh, bloody hell, making all nice. Right. So if you didn't hear that, that was... Do you think the standard of pros has like diminished over the years? Honestly, yes and no. Um, I think there's there is a lot more opportunity now, and um, don't get me wrong, some of the pros that are turning pro are freaks, and like Rob Taylor, he brings size, uh, the proportions, condition, mad, but equally. There are some, there are some people that are getting these pro cards that we're trying to think of a word to describe them. I don't know if anyone can think of a word to name Free. these people, yeah. but well, basically, they're people who come from pro card hunting, aren't they? So, uh, aren't yeah. They? So, so here's here's my thoughts on that as well. I'm sorry, I had to. No, no, it's alright. <laughs> um, 
uh, honest question, do you think the pro standard approach has got worse in the last 10 years? Yes, it has. Okay, because more pro cards are being handed out, okay? Uh, but here's the deal. Here's my thoughts. If you have to take three, four, five years out before you of off-season, of physical actually growing, before you then step on a pro stage, you were not ready to get your pro card. If you can, Rob can walk off. This is the thing. At the British finals, yeah, Kaz Gibby, for mm-hmm. thinger, yeah? yeah, she can walk. So she can walk onto a pro stage now, and she did great. Okay, sure, she'll place in the top ten in like a in like a normal level pro show. She's good. She can just do it. Yeah. Rob Taylor walks out into a two twelve class. He'll look like one of the biggest fuckers there. He's a fucking freak. Okay, mm-hmm. he'll walk out. He'll hit a front lap spread, a front relaxed, and he'll be like, yeah, that guy's in the mix with all of these guys. Okay, he can stand there with the top lot. Yeah. Uh-huh. You have you have, then you have like you have people. I'm not we're not I'm not going to name names because it's already got me in enough shit lately with these mm-hmm. fucking people. But like, if you have to take that long out, you weren't quite ready for the pro card. Yeah, you've got it, and you are good, and you are obviously a very very good bodybuilder. So fair play, like you you've earned it and you've done well. Good for you. But when you now uh, it, now you've got to take that time out, you've got to realize that. I mean, what, honestly, like, this is fucking, like, horrid to say this, but I just don't care. If you, you should probably just hand it back and go back for it again and try and win the British. Like, you should go, no, I'm, I'm not I'm not taking the pro card, and then come back mm. in three years' time when you are physically ready and go and win the British finals or go and win a, a, a big pro show like the Amateur Olympia and get, and get that first place spot, then you know for a fact you are then ready to move into the pro. Mm-hmm. No one's going to do that because no one wants to give away the pro card that they've worked so hard for, and I understand that. But if you want to prove it to everyone and prove it to yourself that you are, you are pro standard, mm. Don't fucking take the card. Just go, no, I'm not ready yet. No, I'm not ready. I'm going to... Thank you. I'm, I'm a great buddy. Of and I appreciate the win and all of that. But here's the card back. I'm coming back in three years. That would be back. cool. Like, respect for someone if they did that. Jose Raymond did it. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Twice, I think. Wow. He won, like, he won like middleweights or something. And no, no, like, lightweights. And then he won middleweights. And then he won light heavies. And then he was like, yeah, go on, then I'm ready. Or some, something along those lines. I don't know. I don't That's know incredible. It, it, yeah. where, where is he up to now in the pro division? Has he got on the Olympia? Do you not know who he is? Um, he's, won, I... like, he's won, like, loads of shows. Yeah, he's a fucking good bodybuilder. Is he, like, is he on the Olympia? I think a couple of them did it back in the day as well. They were like, no, I'm not ready. Have it back. And they, they declined it. And then they, they go, no, when I'm ready, I'll come back. Like, which is ball? That's ballsy, isn't it? Yeah. It's like it's like balls of fucking steel. Because like, you could like, never I'm get it again. Technically, I'm going to have to go through an even harder prep and go up against even better competitors as I move up a class. Yeah. Yeah, and the, like that's fucking fair play. Like fair yeah. fucking play. It is definitely. Um, did what was it? Did Lee Priest get his pro card at like something weird, like seventeen or eighteen, but couldn't no, have I think it? It was like nineteen or twenty. But still, I don't know. I can't remember. I know he was a really good bodybuilder at about 19. Mm. But yeah. remember where he got his pro card? He got his pro card in Australia. Yeah. So the competition wouldn't have been anything special. Yeah. But he was still well, men. Let's just put it this way. Drugs are hard to get in Australia. Yeah. yeah. They are. The customs are horrendous. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've, I've seen plan. customs border patrol and that. 
I've seen yeah. it. <laughs> sitting there watching it, and then like this guy, I remember watching it one time, and this guy has like these test boosters, and the the, the woman goes, "Oh, what's in here?" And he goes, "Oh, it's some testosterone boosting supplements. It's a natural supplement." And she goes, "Oh, okay." And she pours it out right onto onto this like tray. And it's like a mixture of all of these natural test booster capsules, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's I could I could spot you can see it. You obviously know what they look like. Blue heart dianabol and the little pink hexagonal dianabol all mixed in with it. And he goes and he pulls the worst the worst acting I've ever seen in my life. Goes, oh, what are those? I didn't know they were in there. Was he big though? Watching watch it like, mate, shut the fuck up. Just take the fucking bill and just like say, yeah, take them. They're done. Whatever, that's fine. Just keep it. I didn't know it was there. And then just walk off. Like pay the money. so funny. And they'll bin it. And yeah, it's fucking honestly, like it's crazy. Um, but yeah, no. Um, back to the question. Um, uh, do I think pros have got worse in the last ten years? Yeah, of course they have. Of course they have. Because because it's not just one person turning pro. No. Nathan Yasha, James Hollingshead. Uh, What's his bloody name? Sass. Luke Sass. Luke Sand. Yeah. Does Sass have his pro card? Yeah, Sass. Yeah. Sass. Who else before that? Zach Khan, yeah. Small, um, James Llewellyn, all people who beat everyone in Britain. Flex. Everyone, the best bodybuilder in the UK. That is why those guys went over. And not like some of them. Obviously, haven't been to the Olympia yet, but those guys have gone and done the big boy shows. Oh okay? yeah. That's why we see, and then all of the other ones, the ones who've won the amateur Olympias and whatever, they haven't made it to the big boy shows yet. No. They haven't. They haven't. That's why I'm excited for Rob. Yeah. Because I genuinely think he's... That's what I'm talking about. That's what I mean. Like, people who are... He, they, he's that good because he beat everyone else in Britain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't just be. He didn't just go to some show where they handed it out to a handful of people and were going, you have a pro card, you have a pro card, you have a pro card. <laughs> Oprah. And Creatine and whey protein. pre-workouts you have no idea what to look for in a panel you don't even you look at the you look at the flavor and it's like oh yeah i'll have blue raspberry <laughs> i'll have lemon and lime because mm. it's nice so i mixed uh, i mixed this shit with some water and i i remember it very clearly I, in my bathroom and I, I shook it up and i says i'm just going to the gym mum i'll see you in a bit it's about when i lived at home and i, I down this drink 
And by the time I had gone from my house up my drive, I was already like this, shaking. I was like, I'm fucking ready to go. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, whoa, this is good. I'm ready to train. And I got down to the gym and everyone was just like, oh, you're all right, Tom. I'm like, yeah, no, I just need to train. I just need to train. And I started doing like leg extensions and I'm like warming up and I'm like, this is easy. And I did a stack. Like I'd never done it before. And I'm like repping the stack for like 20. Then I was like, no, I'm going to squat. And I got under the squat rack and I was doing like, I was doing like, fucking just like, I was like burying it. Like I didn't feel pain at that mm. point. I was just like burying these squats and just oh. pinging back up. Um, and then I got onto the leg press. I did like three sets of the leg press, racked it, and then I sat there on the edge of the bench like, oh, I feel fucking dreadful. Mm-hmm. It was the come down on it. Was yeah. <laughs> it was like coming down off drugs. I was like, I remember going home, lying on my on my bed after, I couldn't eat after the mm-hmm. gym. I, just, I had no appetite. So I was lying there on the bed just going, oh God, I feel like shit. Oh my God. And I, and I, I couldn't sleep that whole night. But I remember waking up and looking so ripped because I was so dehydrated. <laughs> what the fuck was wrong with people for taking that shit people took that shit like on the daily yeah like people were like oh my god like i could not do that Mm -hmm. um but yeah um (laughs) back to another question first comp prep cycle for a men's physique athlete um would it just be like as little as you can get away with is that yeah you don't you don't need trainer out uh test master on and then last few weeks some Winstrel or Anavar, depending on which one you want to use. Don't really need anything else. Maybe some T3 and Clenbuterol if you're struggling to get the fat off at the end or if you're in a bit of a rush. Um, yeah, uh, But dosages as minimal as you can probably get away with. You don't need to do anything stupid at all. If you're smashing, if you've done cycles before, but you're doing but you're doing a prep cycle um, and you've used like harsher compounds, um, test prop, Trinase, Mastron, Winstrel, things like that. Like, well, you don't even need to use prop or acetates just test trend mast standard bodybuilding cycle don't overcomplicate it um okay if and when you stop bodybuilding will you go plant-based for environmental reasons all right can people please stop watching the game changes haven't seen it and i'm not watching it i'm not watching it's fucking retarded okay right here's the deal yeah the guy that made it has just put 140 million pounds into p plant uh, p protein based products he's just invested that so the guy who made it is essentially using this game changers thing as a big fat fucking marketing thing for all of you like to buy his stuff okay mm. plant-based like a vegan based diet a vegan diet or whatever is for bodybuilding purposes stupid okay for moral reasons fair fucking play you are doing more than i could do and that's awesome okay if you're doing it for moral reasons awesome if you're doing it for bodybuilding purposes you are a fucking mong and you don't understand that like bodybuilding whatsoever look into it more research read up on it and actually realize that animal protein is far more effective obviously Mm. for building muscle okay yeah if you think you can get the same amount of protein and the same benefits i've had three clients ask me can i go vegan and can i do this with a plant-based diet be better for my prep in the last week okay no it will never be better stop being silly actually do your research do not base your opinions off a program that is essentially a marketing campaign yeah um Uh, reason behind will you ever go plant-based for will you ever do vegan dieting oh i'm i don't know whether i'd actually even be able to go vegan like this is the this is just thinking in the future uh when i stop um i don't know i think I'd I'd like to say I'd give it a go, but I probably won't. I I'd rather do other things in my life to 
be better for the environment rather than changing my diet. Environment's fucked anyway. It's just leave it to it. So let it be fucked. Oh yeah, that's that's the attitude, isn't it? <laughs> Recycling? What's that? I just to <laughs> melt plastic in the street. Uh, okay. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> oh, Caitlin, it's the bad one. Oh bad God. One. Are we ready to rumble? Mm-hmm. No, I'm joking. I'm not going to be crude or rude or, or say any bullshit. Anyway, do I think I could get Caitlin as a coach? More wins than Yannick did. Mm. Uh, right. Uh, no. Um, no. Yannick knows your body better than me. He's sees. He's got a much better eye for stuff than me because he's got more experience and he's coached more people than me. So he has more knowledge in the fact of knowing where a physique needs to go with pushing and pulling and pull back, refeed here, pull back here, add this, add this, drop this, whatever. He's got that down to a T, and he clearly knows how to do that with a lot of people. But do I think I know more than Yannick? Yeah, I do. It's just that's just a fact. Like I know more in terms of knowledge of deeper understanding of drugs and nutrition. Um, but he's got much more of an experience for me. He'd like if I talked to him about drugs and I was to talk to him about, oh well this does this and this does this, then he would just be like, Oh, I don't I don't know about that or whatever. I don't understand that stuff. But he he has got more experience and understands how to how when to pull back and when to push and he's just got a better eye for stuff than me at the moment because he's obviously had so much more experience. Um, but mm. do I think I could get more? No. Um, uh, do I think I could, I could probably teach you more from like a lecturing sort of point of view? Like, oh, Tom, what does this do? Or Tom, mm. what does this do? But but no, I don't think I could. I'm not going to be a cunt and say that I, I'm better than him because I'm he's got more wins than me as a as a coach. So. Mm. which is, is quite interesting as well who, who actually asked that like do you say guy called b lifting i don't know his name no nah, i don't know who he is but um if we can take anything from that question i guess it's there has been a lot of people that have just been swapping coaches constantly and yeah, so I think... this, this leads on to another yeah one, does it no, coach hopping Yes, I think it's it's the thought the grass is always greener on the other side, and yeah. if you're constantly hopping, then it's... you're never gonna get anything no. out of a coach because you're not giving time to understand and learn your body. I think the initial decision is crucial. Mm. Okay? The initial decision, if you have a handful of people or two handfuls of people who you have seen who are good, you can go and speak to them. And if they're with one, if they're willing to speak to you back and forth for a little bit and get an understanding of what you want to do, because they can tell you're serious. That's always a good sign. Yeah. If they go, if they, if the first thing they send you is a, is a message saying, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm this much a month. then you know, chances are you are already giving them a bad impression. I mean, actually, do you know what? I do that sometimes when they, people come up to me and go, how much do you, the first question, how yeah. much do you charge for coaching? I'm going, well, you're not serious, so no. bye-bye. Or I just go, I just send them a big generic message and just go, there you go. Mm. Um, um, but, yeah, it's just one of those things, isn't it? I mean, people will always do it. I mean, I've, I've had a client who, I'm not going to name, who do, who's done that back and forth. Yeah. He, the grass is greener on the other side and then and then comes back and then the grass is greener on another side and it's like okay shit no it wasn't and it's just one of those points where you just have to you just have to sort of ask them just go have you considered that you probably just need to find a coach and just fucking stick with one for like yeah. two 
four years yeah. and then if you decided you've learned all of that you can from them then maybe go and try and learn from someone else yeah. and you know what it's like when a client is one wants to leave me yeah for whatever reason i say to them i say okay well that's fine no problem at all i understand that people need change and i'm i'm, I'm sound with it like it doesn't really bother me that much i'm oh because I, I understand it but if people are going and they go and it's for a certain reason. You go, well, I wanted to work with so-and-so because of this reason. Well, I'll go, okay, well, they're crap. That's a really bad idea. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'd suggest instead if you want to yeah. actually learn something. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only coaches I'd actually really recommend at the moment is obviously Christian Chapman, Joe Jeffrey, Callum or Luke. Um, oh, Joe, Jamie Durego as well if you sort of wanted to do men's physique or fitness and you wanted to sort of... Jamie's, Jamie's a bit more sort of cut, like cut and dry with stuff. He's sort of just like, do this, this will work, do this, this will work. Mm-hmm. He can answer your questions and he'll motivate you and stuff like that. But if you want really in-depth knowledge, um, I'd go to Luke, um, Luke or... Um, Callum or Joe. Um, Christian's good too. I think Christian looks great for Gen Pop at the minute. I think he's doing yeah, really, really well. But if you want to compete, I'd just probably just say Callum actually, to be fair, because he's got quite a lot of experience with it. But if you want to learn shit, Luke and Joe are very good. Luke for exercise mechanics and Joe for drugs and supplementation and health purposes. Yeah. He's good with that shit. Um, oh, and Jace, Jace Long's good too. Oh, yeah, um, Jace. Like, people have yeah, asked. Yeah, Jace kills it. But Jace is very similar to. Um, Jace is very similar to Jamie Durego and like yeah. Yannick. They're very much sort of like they, they have a lot of clients and they turn over through a lot of people, but they do very, very well with this. Yeah. Essentially, if you just go, I just want to fucking win, then go to go to someone like that. Yeah, and like for me, that works. Like I, I, yeah, I, I just mean. turn into a robot. Like I don't really question anything. Obviously, if I wanted to question something, I would, but generally I'd just rather get on with it. It, it yeah. depends what you want. But that works for you. Yeah, yeah. That works you your mindset as well which is probably why Yannick's a good fit for you but this is the yeah. thing as well like if you later down the line you decided okay after say three years of working like, I, I kind of want to learn about like the deeper understanding of exercise mechanics mm. you'd go to Luke Luke from the Muscle Mentors that's well that's what I'd suggest you to go to because he's fucking a genius when mm. it comes to that shit like yeah. he's, he understands stuff that like he, like he'll make it so simple as well for like retards like me like mm. he'd be like he'd be like like I was saying oh okay well, when I squat I'm, my, my legs are like my hips are like feel good like my knees feel good like I can bury it like I feel sound when I squat but when I get on a leg press my legs start fucking shaking when I start pushing the weight out and I feel like my stability goes to crap and he goes oh so just set up the leg press further back and make it more more like a squat and I was like why the fuck didn't I think of that man? that's like so simple that's mm-hmm. like the most basic thing ever and then he's like yeah no just put like a pad underneath it so that you're more level out and you're flatter as you're doing the leg press and then go from there and I was like Oh, oh yeah, perfect <laughs> sense. Thanks, Luke. And it was mm. just like yes, yeah, so. but like that's what I mean. Like, so have someone. That's someone who, if you really want to learn about a specific type of thing, yeah. then then pick the coach. If you're really interested in drugs and you want to understand the absolute, the deepest understanding of drugs, Joe Jeffrey straight mm. away. Like no one else. Like yeah. Um, so that's. What, I mean, that's what I, there's 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 a there's a bunch of coaches out there in the UK. Um, there's top ones and then there's obviously people who are just coming into the game and stuff like that um, and obviously what you pay for is what you get a lot of the time really. yeah yeah definitely um so oh shout yeah. out again i feel like we're always shouting him out but if you're natural listening to this and you plan on staying natural aj as well oh aj yeah jesus for fuck's sake i'm just missing so many people yeah there, there are way too many people 
say that would maybe veer you towards any type of training is how much time you've got and what you enjoy because if you because this person sounds to me like they don't want to be a bodybuilder they're just someone who's general population looking out for their health yeah Yeah. just do what you enjoy like if you enjoy doing circuits with a mixture of like plyometric calisthenics weights etc do that and you've kind of got two in one and then sort your diet out or if you enjoy the process of uh, doing cardio, fasted, almost mimicking the life of a bodybuilder, but without, you know, starving yourself for like six months. Um, and you want to do the whole bodybuilding lifestyle without competing, then go for it, whatever you enjoy. Because I know there's, there's a lot of people who like the bodybuilding lifestyle almost like um, an off-season kind of thing. Like, they're just constantly doing that. And you know what? I love off-season, so I wouldn't mind doing that forever. <laughs> like, but it, it depends what you enjoy. Um, right, okay, so... Yeah. Nothing... Oh, fuck's sake. Yes, you're right with all of those points. That okay. makes perfect sense. It does. Uh, no, it does, it does. I've, I've got a group on um, Facebook called Trend Enthusiasts. <laughs> okay, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Um, and uh, I posted, I said, I, po- I said, I said, I fancy lighting up an argument. Um, who's the best amateur bodybuilder that we've got in here? Oh. Uh, post, your com- post your competition wins, top placings, Nava IBFA, PCA, mm. IFBB, uh, PCA, etc. And then uh, <laughs> everyone's just, it's just posting some seriously fucking silly shit. It just. <laughs> Me, seven and a half inch calves, mate. Um, <laughs> um, Is there any serious ones? I think Dean White's the best in the group. PCA Pro in 2018 overall British champ. Um, D, oh my God. Every time I look at that, you know that photo that he's got on his own doing the most muscular? Yeah, it's so good. Oh, I literally... I know, he's such a freak. I was he like... He doesn't even look that impressive in clothes, but then he gets his kit off. My like, God. It's incredible. I was proper fangirling because I saw him at, um, like, I stayed behind for feedback afterwards and I saw him and I was a bit too scared to go up to him. But then he followed me on Instagram and I, I messaged him and I was like, thank you for following me. <laughs> <laughs> I 
and then another one, uh, Chris Swan, who's a client of mine. It's me because my winky stays functional even during the harshest prep. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love groups like that. They're just it, funny. It, honest, I'll invite you to it. It's it's fucking brilliant. Like some of the shit in here is. Sick. Are there any girls in I, it? Uh, yeah, there's a handful. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just you. Yeah, it's me. Some of the funniest ones. There was we posted. I think that posted because I'm the admin on it, and I we posted something um, like, "What's the heaviest and dirtiest and like the most bulked out you've got to?" Mm. And uh, oh yeah, anyone listening, uh, send an invite and go on Trend Enthusiast. I'm more than happy to have anyone in there who's actually like a competitive bodybuilder or or just an actual bodybuilding enthusiast. It's not just Trend Enthusiast. <laughs> Bodybuilding enthusiasts in general, it's just a silly joke. But um, we, uh, we we basically, uh, we, we put up this post of like, okay, so what's the heaviest like, anyone's got to? I didn't realise there's some fucking freaks in there. Like, I, like people I had in my, there's like a guy who was like, yeah, so I got up to like 27 stone. And what's like, that in? 300 and something massive pounds, like 360 maybe? Like three. 50? I and I bet, I bet he's but, not that tall either, is he like... No, he's, 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 he's like six foot one, six foot yeah. two. He's a fucking mutant. He's still had abs. And I was like, what the fuck? This guy's a freak. Where the hell's he been? Yeah, where have you been? And, Has he competed before? There's like Ry Crowley who was like 318 in the picture that he put up. Then there was like another guy um, who's a powerlifter who's like, I think he's, he's got the... I think he's hit raw, so no equipment in powerlifting. Um... A two thousand pound total. Um, so he's. I think he had like a, a four hundred kilo squat or something. Bloody uh, hell! Yeah, like he's, he's mega strong. And he was like, "Yeah, so I'm five foot nine. I was like three hundred eighty pounds." Um, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, but he's like, oh yeah, I used to fill out five XL t-shirts, like fill them out to the brim. Like he's obviously he's got like a, a bit of a gut, like a thick yeah. midsection like that. Um, but he's like. He's not in horrendous shape. He's still mm. got like abs underneath that as well. Like you can always see like the outlines. And um, but yeah, no, he's silly, silly strong. Wow. Like, yeah, like. And I literally weigh a hundred pounds. If that. Yes. Wow. So, what that's like. You maybe may this. You should come and join the group and just go me because I weigh a hundred pounds. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I bet someone could probably bicep curl me with one arm. Maybe. What? That would make that would make a good YouTube video. That would. Yeah. Okay, cool. Right. right. Are we getting to the bit we just chat shit? And then we yeah, pretty much. We're at 53 minutes. Oh, wow. We literally just chat so much rubbish. Like, I feel like we, we ask the question and then we're like, wait, let's talk about something else and then get to the yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, just yeah, but, for fun. But, but, but do you know what we have avoided? We have avoided talking about a single individual and then basically naming the podcast after them. Like, G, like with G. True. Yeah, Jackson and then um, Hannah Butler and yeah. like that. I'm just like being like, oh, or, or Rob Taylor. Yeah, fangirling over like, everyone. Like, like, oh, let's just talk about this individual for ages and basically just tell them what's shit and what's good about no, them. No, you know <laughs> what? You know what's funny though. G messaged me yesterday and he was like, oh yeah. Um, so like, my spine's really bad. I kind of can't feel it. My nerves are dying, but I'm still gonna train. And I'm like, yeah, right. No, I, yeah, I, um, I guess. Uh, uh, guess who who may be taking him on next year for PCA Worlds? That would be naughty. Two week prep, yeah. Two, solid two week prep. Solid. <laughs> right. KFC, KFC only once a day instead once of once a day. Now. Yeah. Uh, he had Mackies the other day. I was like, Ooh. but mm. 
even I don't eat McDonald's. It gives me the fucking bad gut. Mm, I haven't had um, McDonald's. Yeah, it's been a year. Anyway, right, we're 55 minutes into it. So, again, if you're doing cardio and lasted this long, I'm, you know, I'm really sorry. That's Um, pretty much what we'd say at the end. Yeah. Oh, if you listen to our podcast doing cardio, well, I'm fucking sorry for you. Yeah, I mean, 55 minutes of cardio, that is But, you know, fair play to you. And if you've Ladies, got... gentlemen, thank you. It yes. has been a pleasure. Mm-hmm. Stay good, stay bad, stay natty. And yeah. We need to learn to send off. Yeah. No, we, we'll, <laughs> we'll think of something. Anyway, cheers. Something really cheesy. Yeah. See you later. See ya.